Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Penn State football has some very important prospects in the class of 2023 that have come from Pittsburgh. So we're going to be talking to a guy that trains not just Lamont Payne and not just uh, Tammy Robinson, but also pretty much every single athlete that's come out of Pittsburgh recently. Dwayne Brown of Two Tenth Speed and Agility is coming up on the BWI Daily Edition. Always want to get a new perspective, want to learn something new about sports, about football, and somebody who trains some of the best athletes in Western Pennsylvania joining us on the BWI Daily Edition. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Card, Dwayne Brown of 210 Speed and Agility. Welcome to the show. Thank you for making time for us today. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, so I want to uh, get to know you a little bit before we get into, you know, get to know your background, kind of your story before we get into some of those players that Penn State fans are interested in. So first off, um, what made you want to start training this way? So I, uh, when I, I came home from college, you know, I wasn't a football player. I was a basketball player and, uh, you know, came home, bought a house, you know, got a job with Pittsburgh Public Schools, social worker. But I started to look around at the athletes in the area. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys in the city, they didn't look the par. They didn't have, they didn't know how to run correctly. Didn't have the right explode, explosiveness when they would go through drills. So I always was into my fitness. So I get, look at different, how I get certified as a trainer, start working at Bally's. But working in that fitness industry, that wasn't my type of thing. So I just looked at the sports part of it. So around 2000, like four or five, I ended up taking like $3,000. I saved up and I bought some sleds, some parachutes, some bands. And I set up at Warrington Rec in Belsuver. And I, w- I got about six guys in the beginning and then you know, words start going around the city. Hey, there's this guy over in Belsuver, the neighborhood I'm from. He's training athletes. Um, you know, people at that time didn't really know really what it was. They thought people, kids were running around with garbage, garbage bags on their back instead of the parachutes. You know what I mean? And, you know, I looked at Todd Marinovich's dad at the time. He was the pioneer with that, you know, able to train without actually being in the weight room so you know using the hurdles ladders cones different things like that um i kept doing it being consistent work my job and i would meet up every day at that park and kids would just start showing up so i think it was around the 2008 2009 time uh i was able to get inside of a gym Carrick High School on Mondays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, I would do it at Alderdice during the wintertime. Around that time, around 2007, 2008, Jermaine Robinson, he ended up playing for Toledo, and then he ended up going to 
the uh, Canadian Football League and Ed Tinker. They were my first two D1, you know, they had major offer products. Mm -hmm. Right. Then the year after that was John Wetzel. He ended up going to Boston College and he ended up playing in the NFL. And then Will Clark. Will Clark ended up playing for West Virginia. He went to Alderdice, played five years for the Bengals. The 2010 class, you had Manessa Garner ended up playing for the Redskins. He went to Pitt. Uh, Dayon Nunley, Miami, Ohio. Delbert Tyler, Hampton. Trey Hester. He was a little bit after that. He ended up going to Toledo. Um, Greg McGee. He ended up going to Howard, being a quarterback. And then Aaron Donald. So that's the class he comes out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that obviously is, is the player you're, you're most famous for training. Right. And I want to ask right. you about him in just a second, but you said something that kind of resonated with me that I, that I find interesting. Having been to a couple of camps and prospect camps recently, I know what you mean when you say guys just don't know how to run. I had never right. seen this before. I was in my late twenties before my now wife told me then, Hey, you don't know how to run. Right. So right. <laughs> like there is a there is a science behind sprinting. Right. So right. when you see an athlete, how many athletes do you see that you say that player has potential, but they don't know how to use it yet? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot. And then now it's to the level because even with me being down the indoor. So we get 150 to 180 kids speed training. And on a positional night, we get 250 to 300. So, and what happens is the kids work their way up. You get what I'm saying? You you get to mm -hmm. figure out who's who. Like I got, there's kids in our program, they're going to the eighth grade running 11 once. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you this though, during that time period. So people don't realize Terry Smith was a great influence on what I did because at that time, that's when Terry Smith was that gateway. Mm -hmm. So he would invite players out on Thursdays to come and do positional work. So what I would do was I would train my guys up just so they could go out on the Thursdays and do well. So Terry was a guy that would help a lot of kids, not only as gateway kids, but around the whole area, Western Pennsylvania area. He was the forefather with that as mm -hmm. far as getting other kids, not from his team exposure. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Because I talked, I joke with Kit Terry about this all the time is that when I started training, I had to earn the credibility of the high school guys. You know what I mean? Because a lot of high school coaches don't like outside, you know, right. guys coming in. But everyone has their own system. They have right. what they believe in. They don't want outside right. influences. Right. right. But I had to earn that respect from, and which is good. You know what I mean? It's kind of different now. You got guys just pop up. But I had to earn respect. And once I start earning respect, and then the products I start putting out, that's why you're seeing guys, a lot of guys you see nationally come out of my program and all the guys I got in the pros because I had to learn. I had to earn the respect, and I also had to learn what these guys wanted in the recruits. You see right. what I'm saying? And it's the right. same thing. Penn State, they, they have a certain guy – that fits their mold. So now you're seeing a lot of guys coming out of 210 Spain to Jilly that fit that mold. You know yeah. what I mean? 
helps helps players to know what you know even from if you make the academic uh uh, you know comparison knowing what sort of courses you need to have to get into school right you know what sort of skills you need to have to be recruited right so that makes a ton of sense i want to go back to aaron donald though because not only is he my favorite player to watch in the nfl obviously (laughs) like the best player on the planet um right and a lot of his talents come from his mobility and his ability to play faster than everybody else. So from a training perspective, what makes him different? And, and is it, does he work harder than other people that, what is the, I know that a lot of it is, is probably just what Aaron Donald is, but what makes him so good? So, so Aaron has a strong will to be the best. He don't like to lose. So I've had him, I've had him with, different running backs in the in the NFL uh and still in drills Aaron's still finishing first you know what I'm saying he has a he works like he's broke right now people don't realize that he works like he doesn't have any money you know what I mean and he starts out 200% in his drills and when he at the end of the at the end of the workout he's at 100% where everybody mm-hmm. else starts out 100%, they're at 30 and 20. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. he has a a where his his workout capacity is much larger and that's because Aaron what he looks like now, he transformed his body into that. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. Aaron doesn't Aaron enjoys the feeling of winning and he just the feeling of being the best out there on the field. So he's not going to let that go. So my thing is when I train him, I train him to be athletic. So you're going to see Aaron backpedaling, coming forward, doing stuff like untraditional stuff like a DB. But guess what? It works. I've said before, he's like a he's like a regular sized player that just is a defensive tackle. He's got all the skills to move in any direction. So, yeah, that makes absolute sense from like his evaluation standpoint. Right. And so even with my training. I don't, me personally, me training, it's not like I'm like training and my Mm -hmm. thought process is like, I'm, I'm creating art. Like I'm, I'm painting a picture. So I watch the movement of these athletes. That's why you see me doing a lot of open up coming forward and and it's in sequence. You see, when you watch the training, everybody's in sequence. It's in formality. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm painting a picture and creating art with the, with my training. Aaron basically was for me on a personal note when he trains with me and those videos goes viral, it put my stamp as a trainer as being one of the best guys to go to around the country. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. different guys come in now. So, yep. yep. Uh, another guy that I know we both uh, like quite a bit, Jaquan Brisker. We talked a little bit about him uh, when we right. were setting this up. You just got done as we're recording, working with him from an athletic right. standpoint. Um, what do you see from Jaquan and, and how he fits what the NFL wants? You talk about uh, what Penn State and their mold wants. My opinion is the the NFL wants safeties that can cover like right. corners. And I, you know, personally, I see a lot of that in Jaquan. What is your opinion right. of him as an athlete and what you see in him? Well, Jaquan, I don't even think you've really seen what you're going to get. Like, the yet is best to come with Jaquan Brisker. I'm trying to tell you because... Now Jaquan can focus on football totally. You see what I'm saying? 
he could really focus on the football aspect of it. And I really believe Jaquan's going to come in. He's going to make a great impact early because Jaquan, had, he's another one. He loves the game. He has a will to be the best. He got that fire, that burning desire to be the best. And nothing's going to stop him. So, and he's focused. You know, you get some guys that are in the NFL and they like everything that goes along with it. But then you just get some guys that love the game. And mm -hmm. Jaquan Brister is one of those guys. He loves football. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what he's going to do is not going to surprise me. It might surprise others. I really, truly believe the Bears got to steal with him in the second round. Yeah. Uh, we agree on that. And and you talk about loving the game, talking to him about film study. It feels like you're talking to a defensive coordinator because he knows right. a lot of the things that maybe some of his peers haven't really picked up on um, right. from from a uh, athletic perspective. And then I want to get into some of the guys that we, we teased earlier from an athletic right. perspective. One of the things I'm most fascinated about, and uh, we're talking to Dwayne Brown of two tenths speed and agility is the 40 time is one thing and there's the technique of running the 40, but then there's right. just speed, right? So right. how do you get, and can you get a player who isn't fast or maybe is sort of fast to be a fast athlete you right. know, on right. the right. football field? So, right. So that's all. So a lot of stuff that I do is five yard bursts. So where's the game played within five yep. yards. So we do a lot of, I do a lot of quick twitch stuff where, now, when they get those drills down precise in the five yards, they're taking better angles. So one thing Aaron, just Aaron, when we're talking to Aaron, I asked him about different players. So and he talked about Luke Cookley. He said, mm -hmm. Luke Cookley, watching him, he never seen anybody take better angles on the field than him. He said he gets to the play so much faster than everyone else. And, you know, what I hear is Luke's one of these guys where he don't even turn the TV on. He just film study football when he played. Yeah. So yeah. in my mind, when he told me that, I said, look, I got to find a way when I'm having these athletes here, get them play faster. So I start doing a lot of drills in a five-yard burst, but rapid speed. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. when I'm training, it's a competitive setting. So you're seeing that, i.e. Aaron Donald, the last drill against the Bengals, he did what we call icky shuffle. He went one way, went to the next, and he was able to get to the to the, to the quarterback. See yeah. what I'm saying? So just like Brisker, when you see him backpedal coming forward, breaking, making plays behind the line of scrimmage, when you see you you see a guy like a, a Miles Sanders, you know what I mean? When he's yeah. going through the hole and he's boom, he's breaking out. You know what I mean? The quick burst. You'll see, you know, Joey Porter. He trained with me also, um, you know, him, sometimes he might be playing behind him, able to recover. Another kid like that up there that got great recovery ability. And he's like, a, I call, I always mess with him is say that he's like a, a, a rubber band is Daquan Hardy. Daquan, <laughs> I knew you were going to mention him. Yeah, I love Daquan. Daquan I love his yeah, skills. Yeah. Right. Daquan's like a rubber band. He, when I first saw him, he reminded me a lot of how Allen Iverson was mm. like thinner, but they just, they could cover so much ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cover so much ground. And that's the Quay Hardy's another guy that I trained. He's like that. You know what I mean? 
he he's like a elastic band. Like he could be beat. Next thing you know, he's making the play. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and he's coming. He's coming along real, real good in his 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 productivity up there at Penn State. I'm glad you mentioned a couple corners here on Penn State's team because the next guy and one of the first players in the class of 2023 is uh, in the on-three ranking, a three-star corner, Lamont Payne out of Pittsburgh. Had him here on the show, really mature, focused, driven young man, seemed like a great individual. From the athletic perspective, what do you think his strengths are as a football player? Well, for him, he's real physical. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. He's a big corner. So... Right now, out of the DBs I've dealt with and trained, he's ahead of the curve uh, as far as, like, what he does. And what Lamont does is Lamont never makes the same mistake twice. He takes information. He's like a computer. He can process it. He'll walk through it, and he'll spit it back out. So in Penn State's scheme, he's perfect for the scheme. And he's ahead of a lot of the corners that I've trained before. Yes, because he's so his, his brain is constantly working. You and that's the thing. People are going to see when he gets up there. I already know it. There's some things you be like, well, how fast is he really? This is no. Listen, Lamont, because mm-hmm. the way you all play a lot of, I think it's boundary football, right? The defense, yeah. Is that yeah. correct? He's going to fit perfectly into that scheme. Yes, yeah. perfectly. Yep, perfectly. And he can uh, play. The thing about him is he can play the corner, the nickel, and the safety. Yeah, and, and that's been a part of the conversation about him because of that physicality and that length. Right. How long have you been working with him? Uh, ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ninth grade. Yeah. That's is that's typical of guys that work with you. Is they work with you for a, a good period of time, right? So you really get to know them. Right, like the like a dude like Demar Hamlin, he's been with me since he's been nine years old. So he was a guy nine years old. Miles was like seventh grade. He was with me seventh grade. I got some young kids now that will be going. I think they're coming up there for that last camp mm-hmm. in um July, going to the ninth grade, some going to the eighth. You talk about the guys I got now, some of these guys are so far ahead of the curve because we've we've gotten better as far as identifying and seeing what the coaches want. And now instead of like we, our guys are already, by the time a lot of our guys are in 11th grade, they're college ready. You see yeah. what I'm saying? They're college yeah. ready by the time they go in 11th grade. So that's why you see a lot of guys from Western Pennsylvania, the production in college and then eventually going to the pros is, is real high right now. And they're coming out of two tenths. So. Yeah. So uh, you you mentioned you know how fast is he really with Lamont? Do you have a forty time you want to share uh, that he's what, run I, recently? Well I, well, I know when the last one that I've heard of when he ran down pit, it was like a four five two or something like that. That was like last year. So mm-hmm. yeah, when he ran that down pit, so yep. I don't. That's know. a good. I couldn't that's a good time for his his right. skill size and all those right. things. You know his ability. Right. That's a good time. Right. And the worst case scenario for him is. If he don't play, he's going to end up because he's 190, so he'll play safety. That's all. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. What about Tamir Robinson, another guy that just committed to Penn State? I know he's been recovering from an injury, but what, what are right. your views of him as an athlete? So, Tamir, to me, is the most versatile athlete that I ever trained. So, you can say that again. <laughs> yeah. So, Tamir, what it is, is number one, foremost, he's a leader. You know what I'm saying? He's, mm-hmm. he's a leader. 
Secondly, his value. So if you're going to look at a team, right, and you're like, well, who's the best guy on the team? Now, there might be one or two other guys they say is the best athlete, but who is the most valuable player? Tamir is probably going to be the number one guy because he can play all the linebacker positions. He can play DN, and the guy can go and cover wide receivers. You know what I mean? Oh, I, so, I know what you mean. I saw I looked at his film and I saw him start at safety, play defensive right. end, cover a slot receiver, and then end right. up at linebacker in the third right. quarter of a game. So he, right. he checks all those boxes. Right. So when we first got him, he was a basketball player, and they put him out at safety because of his range. Mm -hmm. So we did reverse. You know, some of these kids, they start out as a linebacker. They got to go to safety. We mm -hmm. reversed it. We had him taught him how to cover first when he was in ninth grade, then moved him down to the box because it's easier now. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Cover the yeah. linebacker. I mean, the running backs, tight ends. He could do that. He's 6'4", 222, 25, running a 4'6", able to do that. Now, okay, now what we're going to do lastly, I got him with Aaron you know, a couple other guys. I had um, uh, Justin Matabuga come in for the Ravens. Robert Nemakichi come in, train with me. Adding with the NFL guys, teaching him how to pass rush. Adding one-on-one. Mm -hmm. -on -one. There's a video out there on my Twitter with him and Aaron Donald doing pass, teaching the pass rush. So now his value, now you're looking at a three-down a three-down linebacker that on third downs, if you want to pass rush him, because we don't know if he's going to be 240, 250. You know what I'm saying? Coming off the edge, yeah. he could be like TJ Watt. You know what I mean? So I, the other day, yep. uh, when he committed to Penn State, my comment was, How big do you want Tamir? Because he can be that big. He's just got right. that size and that ability. Right, right. And he ain't even filled out totally yet. And personally, yeah. I don't know if he's still, I don't know, because it's like he grew another half an inch when he from the time he got injured. So I don't know if he's done growing yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's he a, might it's end an, up six six. Yeah, he he is an impressive uh, athlete. Uh, watching him play football, it'd be interesting to see how you know, like you just said, how the rest of that story develops because he's got, as far as frames go, one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. Right. So I'm excited to see how he does this uh, season. And I know you're, you know, you're you're not his doctor or anything, but he was at one of your camps recently. How is he progressing? What have you seen from him as far as is that rehab process? Yeah, he's 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 basically he's uh he, I know he's been drilling a little bit. He's just waiting to totally totally get clear, and then he'll get with me. So, and then we'll 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 see where that goes from there as far as like how he feels. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. uh, I know when he gets to the next level, I mean, sky's the limit for the kid. You know what I mean? Sky's the limit for him. So. Uh you mentioned Miles Sanders a little bit ago, former Penn State running back, Philadelphia Eagles running back. I saw a video on your Twitter feed of him working out with Quinton Martin, another Pittsburgh area athlete, and a right, guy that right. has been called by people I know and trust the best athlete in Pennsylvania since Micah Parsons. Do you agree right, with right. that? Do you do you feel that that's true? And then what makes him so special? So I couldn't even I couldn't tell you about Micah. So I, I would I would see Micah in the seven on seven. So I'm I can't say that. You know, that's not gotcha. for me to say that part right there. Cause Micah is totally like to me, you know, Aaron got a couple years left. <laughs> it's gonna be Micah Parsons. You know what I'm saying? The way this looks right now, the way it's turning into, you know, in the NFL. 
But to me, I just think Quentin is more of an offensive type guy to me. I, I believe that he's a guy you get him ball, you get him the ball in different ways as far as because he's a home run hitter. He's a guy you get the ball, get him 10, 15 touches. You know what I mean? He's scoring touchdowns. Because we see on his film, what's he got like 21 straight touchdowns in a row? I, I skipped, I like skipped ahead in some of his film because it was just him running 70 yards and I right, <laughs> didn't right. learn anything. <laughs> He's fast. Right. And, right. and he has enough vision and he can hit the crease coming up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. and, and in today's game, the running back position, you got to be able to play slot. So that's what I'm saying. He has a lot of value. He's another one that has a lot of value because you can slot him out. You can put him as a receiver. You can put him at running back. Now, this is my personal opinion. He kind of reminds you in the mode and a, a person I train. I don't know if he'll be that big, but and if you've seen in that video, he's moving just as quick as Miles was when they were cutting. Mm -hmm. But he kind of reminds me of Najee in a way. You know oh, what I'm saying? Gotcha. Harris. Yeah. Yeah, because you know how they slot Najee out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're giving the ball. But for me, I don't think he would be a guy that you would constantly pound him. Maybe you put him more, giving him some reverses. You know, I mean? you just find a way you could do get mismatches. He got a little bit of um, he got a little bit of um, uh, Najee and Percy Harvin kind of like in him. You know what I mean? Kind of a slash so, athlete. Yes, play, in the, yes. play a little receiver, right. play a little running back, get right. the ball in the sands. Gotcha. Like, like what they're doing with Debo Samuels. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what they're doing yeah. with that. Yeah, in, in today's game, he's a type of guy. He has a lot of value, and that's what they're looking for. Yep. So last thing, you know, I mentioned, I asked you a bunch of a bunch of athletes that we know about and a bunch of athletes that are committed to Penn State. But one of the things, you know, I've heard you say previously is, you're always excited to find the next guy, find the next athlete right. that you can help and you can train and help change their lives by getting right. them these opportunities. So right. who are the names we need to know? What, who are the young guys that you've got your eye on that you think are going to be the next wave? Uh, coming up. So you've got, of course, Specker. He's in there. Anthony Specker. Mm -hmm. He's all, he's one of my favorite guys. Um, I, you, I, I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to give you some guys in eighth grade, going to the eighth okay. grade. So, so you got Richard Littlejohn. He's from Pittsburgh area. You'll be hearing about him. Kind of like Tyler Boyd. You got Khalil Taylor. He's running 11-1 in the, going to the eighth grade, about 175, 180. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name. Oh, oh Josiah Evans Collins. He's going to be a defensive end mm -hmm. going to the ninth grade, going to Westinghouse. Samaj Fuse, he already has Rutgers, Akron, Kent already going to the 10th grade. Um, Chris Black. So Chris Black is going to the seventh grade. I put him in front of Justin King, and Justin King couldn't believe how he already can break down defenses and can play corner in his focus. Mm -hmm. Justin seen him for himself. He was like, this kid is ridiculous. And there's another kid, um, Nelson Coleman. 
he's going to the eighth grade too. You got um uh uh what's his name? Tavon Kershaw. He's a running back. He's from the Manessa area. He's going to the ninth. You have uh Diabre Lightfoot. He's going to uh he's going to the ninth grade. He's playing corner like a backer. Mm -hmm. Um he's going he's going to uh Bell Vernon. He'll be getting varsity time. Um you got uh I'm I'm glad to I'm glad I've got this on on record because you've gotten me through so many names that I there's no way I would right. remember them if I didn't write them down. There's a lot of good athletes out there in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I could keep going. Yeah, there's gonna be another tier, a group of guys coming up that you're gonna be like, whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not gonna stop. And then everybody like I had to camp, you know what I mean? Camp the top one fifty and. Even the even the writers was there, like, oh my goodness, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's not it's not going to um the whole pair it's it's just not going to stop. I can't stop. It's like right now I'm I've been in it doing it for so long, you know. <laughs> I just keep it going, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yep. Uh, well, thank you uh, for coming on the BWI Daily Edition. We're talking to Dwayne Brown. He is uh, two-tenths speed and agility training athletes out in Pittsburgh. Lots of them that you just heard uh, and some of them to come uh, will eventually be Penn State athletes. So thanks for the time. Appreciate the insight. All right. Appreciate you. That'll do it today for the BWI Daily Edition. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, here on YouTube, I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr. The recruiting show. I have to check with Ryan if he's back yet, if he's in his new home. We'll have a daily tomorrow no matter what, so just stay tuned.